Hey guys, welcome back to the Holland One Golf Podcast. I'm your host, Jack Bull. Thanks very much for listening. Please do remember to reach out with suggestions for guests so that we can share some really good stories. Um, in this episode, I'm very fortunate to be joined by the ladies' amateur champion, Jess Baker, who tells me um, how she was able to come out on top in a field of 144 players from 24 different countries at the amateur. Jess also um, tells me more about the celebration of champions prior to the 150th Open at St Andrews, uh, where she was invited to play in uh, Team Morikawa. Um, last week, she played at the Evian tournament in France and is also looking ahead to the AIG Women's Open next week. Uh, thanks very much for your time, Jess. I'm sure you'll uh, really enjoy this podcast. Hiya. Oh, hey, Jess. How are you doing? Good, thank you. How are you? <laughs> yeah, really good. Thanks very much for speaking with me. Really appreciate it. Yeah, no worries. So it sounds like you've had a pretty unbelievable year, really. Yeah, it has been a bit mental the last uh, couple of weeks. But, uh, but no, no, it's been it's been amazing. So, yeah, just taking it all in. So you're just really, really enjoying, enjoying it all and taking it all in? And... Yeah, absolutely. It's been, uh, so we just came back from Avion and then uh, got the British Open next week and then back to America. So it's quite busy. But, um, but yeah, as I say, just sort of taking it all in, make most of it and enjoy it, really. Yeah, I, I saw you um, playing in the celebration of the Champions Tournament. <laughs> so yeah, that looked that looked amazing playing with uh, Mar- oh, was it Morikawa. Yeah, no, so cool, and it was quite like late notice that we found out, so it was all just like really ru- well, not rushed, but like it was so quick. And then you just sort of look back on it now, and it was like, wow, I can't believe I played in that. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, right in there amongst all of the the legends of the game, basically, isn't it? I know, it's so cool. Yeah, so I mean, obviously, um, earlier in the year, so congratulations, you won, you won the ladies' amateur at Hanstanton. That's amazing. Um, like, were you? What did, what did you think that week? Well, like, were you? How were you expecting to do? Did you have any expectations or anything? Or yeah, um, no, it was a really good week, and um, I think when I first went there, I sort of tried to prep as best I could, obviously, for any tournament, and then um, the goal really was always to make the cut. Um, it was obviously top sixty-four. Um, went through to the match play and then I know that I'm a good solid match player so if there was anything that would sort of come up against me I sort of knew I had the the backing against that so I was quite confident in that respect but um but yeah I mean it was a really really tough field this year um obviously came to the quarterfinals the year before um so I kind of sort of went into it thinking like oh I've sort of done my bit of the British Am and you know I'll just sort of see how I fare against everyone here but I never sort of expected this to happen um, and I think throughout the whole the whole competition I was definitely sort of the underdog and um, a, sort of someone that crept behind on a lot of things and um, it was quite a nice feeling actually to sort of, sort of uh, have it that way but yeah as I say it was just to make the cut really and then uh, see what happened. So did you, you felt like you were a little bit of an underdog sort of I know did that did that help you sort of stand on the radar and just focus on you know your what you were doing? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think it's easy to get caught up in names and um, I play against a lot of the European girls in college in America as well. So, um, you know, I was familiar with a lot of the girls there and everybody's a good golfer if you're if you're at the British Am. So, so yeah, I knew I knew the field was tough. Um, but yeah, as I say, it was just that sort of underlying confidence I sort of had in myself. Um, I knew I had the game that week and then obviously the putts started dropping when I needed them too. So, so that was really helpful as well. But um but yeah, I think it was just nice to sort of have have no expectation on myself, because um, I think a lot of times when you're 
it's all about there with the crowd you know a lot of eyes are on you and there's pressure and there's other factors involved but for me I was just sort of out there playing golf and any anything was sort of a bonus after the cut for me um so it's quite a nice mentality to have um I I saw that you needed like a long putt to, to make make it through into the match play um like what were you thinking then when you brought like a 20 was it a 25 footer or something to I guess you yeah. didn't know the cut at that point did you no I didn't yeah so um I knew I had to shoot under par on the second day because I shot three over the first yep. day and then the cut was about one over or two over so I knew I had to get on a good score for the second day um and I think yeah so it must have been one under on the last and then hit it in the bunker and it was like a horrible tight line it was not nice um so I sort of cut it out the bunker and then yeah as I say I didn't know that was for for part I didn't know that was to make the cut um but you know I just go through my process I do what I do every time I get over the cut and uh just went in so yeah so like each time you had a putt sort of through the week I mean, you were just obviously just trying to hold that putt when you, every yeah, time, like, yeah. new process. Yeah, definitely. I think match play is so, so important for putting, um, and it's certainly a strength of my game. So I sort of had to get into that that place where you're you're reading the greens and you're sort of, like, visualising it going in the hole, because I think a lot of times in stroke play, you can sort of just try and lag it up there when you've got a 20-footer, but I think to get that momentum and, and to sort of, progress in your match you really got to hold those parts so, so yeah, it was a bit more of an aggressive mindset in that respect um but yeah it's just as I say I go through my process I'm really solid with with uh, how I go about that and yeah it's really good under pressure to have that too. you play a lot of match play and just you're in college is it in Florida is it yeah we actually don't play any match play, really, yeah so. that's concerned I thought it's, it's sort of like yeah yeah we're, uh, we're all stroke play. yeah um but through my sort of amateur career yeah. in England um, done a lot of match play, played uh, European girls um, a couple of years ago and then uh, played a lot of match play last year. So I did obviously the British Am last year and then the English Am as well, made it to the quarters there. Oh, cool. um, so it's just stuff like that where it's good experience and there's a lot of times where I've been sort of down with one to play and I end up winning on the 25th hole. Like I've had a lot of experiences like wow. that. So, yeah, yeah, there's been a That's couple. Awesome. Um, so it's really nice to have that sort of under my belt and yeah. I can always rely on that whenever it comes to it. So, yeah. So do you see yourself as a kind of like a links player or are you just, you know, good all round on any course? Yeah, I think I definitely prefer to play links. Um, from Obviously from the northeast, it's we get a lot of wind up here. You're windy up there. <laughs> yeah, we've I've played a lot like St Andrews and yeah. sort of the, the east coast. So, so yeah, no, I'm, I'm very familiar with it and... Um, I'm certainly a player that loves to hit it far and hit it low and hit all those shots and I'll put it if I if I can. Um, and it's certainly a different game in America. So it's actually something I struggled with when I first went out there, yeah. um, was adapting to the grass and hitting a lob shot. Um, Cause normally I just see the chip and run, but um, it's a totally different style of play. So it's definitely something I had to uh, get used to, but you know, coming back here is always so nice and, and being able to play those sort of, linksy shots as comes really naturally to me so yeah it was really nice to sort of have that as well yeah I mean you looked really confident in the final um I mean what, what were you thinking at that point like were you just were you just trying to go out there and win it or yeah the final was a weird one um because I remember the night before I was, you obviously didn't sleep well because you've yeah. got so many thoughts going through your head and it's uh it's hard to yeah. to stay in as an and and not get ahead of yourself but equally you want to sort of imagine what tomorrow's <laughs> going to be like so it's hard to sort of get in the right get in the right place but um 
yeah I was very nervous when I woke up and had a pep talk with my dad and my mum um just sort of tell me all the right things which is really nice um but yeah it was just sort of a case of doing what I've been doing the whole week and uh that was sort of what I had to stick to at the end of the day because I was working so um so yeah I just sort of did what I always had and um and it worked and yeah I kept a really cool head I think and my dad definitely played a big part of that but um but yeah, no, it just sort of all came together and it was it was a really fun day in the end. Yeah, no, it was a great, great win there. So I see your dad on the bag. Like, um, does does he often caddy for you? Have you do you play with him a lot and stuff or yeah, yeah. So whenever I'm back home playing in the women's events, um, we're obviously allowed caddy. So yep. yeah, he's always he's always on the bag. Um, obviously not out in America by myself. Mm. So <laughs> it's nice <laughs> to come home and have a bit of support there. Um, but yeah, we make a really good team yep. and um we sort of learnt the right things to say to each other and <laughs> what to say at the right time and it really helps when I've got such a good relationship with him um and yeah he's staying on the bag for all the majors this year as well so so it's definitely something uh nice. we're doing. <laughs> yeah exactly um so I feel really comfortable with him there and I'd rather have that than someone I've never met before um so yeah no it's a really it's really good the way it works and uh yeah to stick into it for sure yeah it looked like um had your whole family there didn't you and 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 like your dog I think they they zoomed in and were, were like oh the dog's watching and bringing yeah. in the good <laughs> luck <laughs> yeah. um I haven't actually watched the live stream back yet um but yeah my mum was saying um that Gunnar got a lot of attention Gunner, yeah. And, and yeah he was star of the show really but no it was really nice to have him there and um you know you sort of see me and my dad as the forefront but you know my mum actually has such a big part of that yeah. as well because um, we'd only booked accommodation for the first four days, I think. And then obviously I had to figure out because I wasn't expecting to get to the finals or the quarters even. So um, we sort of had to book accommodation for the next two days. And so whilst we were playing, she was sort of now. Um, and it's it's really nice to sort of have that lifted off your shoulders a little bit um, with, with her being there. So it was really, really nice to have them, have them all there, and especially for the win too, it was very special. So what was that kind of reaction like afterwards? It looked, looked amazing really, you know, all these interviews and yeah everyone trying to get hold of you and congratulate you absolutely yeah because yeah. it's, it's such a big event and I just remember when I hold that putt I sort of like you're so, you're in such a moment of joy and like relief as well and then you sort of think oh my god like what is what, what's coming next sort of what thing does this mean? <laughs> yeah so so I went to see my parents and everything and then I was actually pulled straight from there to, to do an interview and um I was probably still crying and <laughs> it was probably a messy interview but um that's sort of the way it is and then yep. it's yep. amazing to sort of have have those experiences and I've done a lot of press stuff back home as well BBC and interviews with magazines and stuff like that so that's all very exciting um but yeah I guess it's just part of, part of the prize really which is which is really cool yeah no I um yeah I can imagine everyone was Wanted, wanted to talk to the champ especially so I guess like north northeast was it really big news and yeah absolutely um because I think I'm the I'm the only winner from the northeast oh wow uh, yeah so it's, it's quite a big deal and uh certainly find the flag for Newcastle it's good um, to get an English name on there too isn't it because absolutely because yeah, obviously yeah. worldwide people from all over the world in it I think it was it 24 countries or something like that that was yeah yeah and it's it's so, it's so big and um to have my name on there does seem mm. a bit surreal uh, but yeah, no, um, a lot of home support and, you know, everybody back home has been, been really, really incredible. And um, especially from the golf club where I'm from, I've been, I played there my whole life. So to sort of um, having grown up there and gone through their ranks to now sort of be the arms champion is, 
is huge for the club as well. Uh, and sorry, then, what club is it? Um, it's Gosford Park Ladies Golf Club. Um, yeah. So, so yes, yeah, so they've obviously been so supportive of me the whole time. And then uh, with the county as well, Northumberland, um, growing up there, I, was, I think I was like 12 when I played at my first event. And and uh, without sort of that help through the years as well, you never, I'd never be the golfer I am um, without the training and stuff like that. So, so it all really comes together when you see, when you look at it, look at it that way. Um, but yeah, no, as as I say, it's just That's been incredible. So, so like yeah. you basically you just came through the the ranks there. You played for your club and then the county, and then yeah. you just kept building on that. And then did you get into the kind of England squad? Yeah, so I started county girls and then county ladies and then. Um, I think I was 14 when I got into the regional squad for England golf. Oh, wow. um, so that's Durham, Cumbria, Northumberland. Yeah. Uh, and it's like an elite squad of eight or something like that. Um, so I did that for quite a few years. And then when I was 16, got into the um, 17, actually, I got into the, uh, the England national team. And uh, that was another huge step up, but yeah. so special in, um, in my development because from having like, gone up the stages to sort of be at the crux of it um with with junior golf is and to have the opportunities that England provide is is so amazing and I definitely knew that it was right to sort of capitalize on that and um and yeah the coaching and the facilities they've got down at Whittle Spa is is top notch so so yeah no that was huge as well yeah no that sounds awesome so like does was that at that point like you're in the England squad and stuff and you really developed did was that when you started thinking oh, I'd like to go to golf college like what what kind of drove that decision to you know head to Florida yeah I think it's um sort of where I was at the time it was quite a uh an obvious thing to do when you're sort of at the top of the amateur stuff um especially as as girls um you know it's obviously different for the men with funding wise and scholarships but I think a lot of the top girls at that time were sort of going off to the states and doing really yeah. well and um I like to travel I like to do stuff yeah. like that even though it was great experience it's isn't it as, as well as the golf like absolutely yeah um and just to sort of have those life experiences and yeah. I've learned a lot I'm a completely different person having gone there <laughs> um, and you never know where life takes you so so yeah I knew I had to to have the opportunity and um no Orlando has been great to me so yeah, it's really exciting. Well, it's known for obviously being a nice place, just having great weather, isn't it? Like just sunshine and yeah. great courses. And... Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we play uh, Lake Nona and Isleworth a oh, um, wow. couple of weeks. And uh, you obviously got top-notch facilities as well. And um, as I say, it's just the opportunities for, especially for female female golfers, yeah. um, is such a niche thing that it's it's quite gettable to sort of to sort of be up there. So, so it's really... Um, it's a great opportunity for young golfers for sure and so because you were in the England squad and stuff like was, did that really help you when you were looking at uh, golf scholarships and yeah yeah definitely I think when you sort of realize the standard you're at um and to have that on your name as well um obviously there was recruiting going on at the time as well and yeah. I did have an agency to help me with that um which was so helpful um but yeah to say that I'm sort of part of the England team had a lot of accountability behind that and um yeah it's just it's just sort of another another thing on the armory really to say yeah I've been part of and, and they sort you know to be part of a national team holds just more than the golf I mean it's it's about dealing with teammates and yeah being the right sort of attitude and and all of that yeah, sort of combined with that too so it's it's quite a good thing I think for the American just to see that 
um, like what what's the standard um, like over there you know because it's meant to be really high isn't it and obviously people from around the world and yeah it's tough I mean I'm I'm D1 I think we're ranked about top 30 um, so we face a lot of the the best schools and it's really cool actually to sort of be at those events and know that you're, you're playing against the best at, yep. at your age um, so yeah and obviously as I said at the amateur they they were all there and um to be against that field at such a high level on, on a Lynx course as well was was really cool for me. Um, but yeah, as I say, it's just, it's it's the opportunity to, to practice every day and then to play against the best. And that's sort of what you practice for really. So um, yeah, it all sort of, it comes together really nicely over there. Yes, yeah, so, I mean, would you definitely recommend that path for um, young people coming through, you know, um, both for like you said, the life experience and also the standard of golf and facilities and stuff? Absolutely, yeah. I think for me, um, as I said, it's not always been easy. Yeah. Um, there's so many times I've wanted to come home and <laughs> pack it all in, but yeah. um, you know, I've I've learned to be resilient, and yeah. uh, I wouldn't have been able to do that without the experiences I've had. Um, not just off the go- on the golf course, but off as well. And it's it's life experiences that you sort of get when you go to uni anyway. But um, you know, to be in in the uh, in the states, you know, the, it's a completely different world in terms of amateur golf um as I say with the funding and the scholarships uh you just don't get that in the UK so I think it's it's an amazing opportunity I would definitely sort of encourage people to do that yeah so I mean a lot of them were actually playing in the amateur were they or, or you knew quite a few guys from over there yeah yeah absolutely you sort of recognize the names and their where they're from so no it's really cool to sort of see everyone and and play against the best yeah I've definitely noticed that um you know like the college college guys um like guys and girls like it's um it's quite it's been elevated a lot recently hasn't it like they're, they're kind of getting closer to the pro game aren't they like there's kind of less yeah. I mean to be fair a lot of them you guys you could probably turn pro can you but like they're yeah. at that level now that's the standard isn't it like it's super high no it is high and it's it's a, a big thing why people go there in the first place is is to have that competition as I say uh comparing with the UK not that the UK is bad but um yeah you know it's just it's a different experience in it so um so yeah I think the top level golfers um it yeah it's it's obvious sort of the the pro life is so similar and yeah it's it's great could you see yourself sort of playing out um after you finished up your studies and everything and your golf scholarship would you carry on in America and and you know maybe play golf out there or would you come back to Europe or I guess that's just a long way off at the moment isn't it yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I've got two more years to go. Um, yeah. But uh, for me, I've always been a bit of a home bird. Yeah. Um, I love to travel and go away, but home's always home for I'd me. Come so. back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I think I'll probably come back home. Obviously, yeah. nothing's decided. I'll see yeah. see what it's like time. But um, but yeah, I think I definitely would love to come back. But I'm definitely going to give uh, pro a try. See how it goes. Um, you know, having this under my belt is is great for my confidence as well. And going into the future. And having these experiences this year as well with the majors, yeah. um, we, I sort of spoke with my coach about it and we just sort of said like it's a trial run for, for how pro-life could be and if I fancy it, then I'll go for it. And I think even just to have have a couple of years under my belt and sort of put that on the resume will be huge for whatever I go into in the future as well. So it's just great experience for me. And, uh, yeah, definitely. So how did you find, so you got you got to play the Evian last week, so thrown in at the deep end. <laughs> yeah is that like your first pro event kind of thing or have you done other stuff and it's a major yeah, too isn't it? like it's a massive major yeah. so it is a big event yeah um 
it was really really cool to be there um it was a bit tight scheduling wise yeah. with uh, having one and uh so my dad was really on the ball with with all of that stuff he sort of been my manager yeah. <laughs> so I was like, daddy oh, but um yeah. but yeah no it's it was such a cool event and um to sort of be around the best female golfers in the world and and just see how those events are run and what the standards like and how sort of they prepare and it was all just really interesting to take in and um and the golf course was incredible as well so yeah. hard but amazing to play um and yeah, it was it was a it was a lot of fun, and uh, and just to sort of be there amongst the best in the world is something you can't really beat. So who who were you actually playing with then? Um... Uh, so I played with Pauline Rusin Bouchard, who uh, played at South Carolina. Yep. Um, I actually played against her uh, last year in in the states, so I was familiar with her. And then um, Johanna Gustafsson uh, from yep. Sweden. Um, so yeah, they they were my yeah so I mean was it um did you feel like it was a bit crazy you know you've you've just played all these amateur events and you know like it might be televised or whatever but it's like there's a few hundred people there watching or a thousand and then go to this big Evian champs and it's it's like broadcast around the world and or like you say all these top names famous people and yeah absolutely um and it was nice for me actually because um obviously Pauline was French and yeah uh, she had a lot of home support <laughs> and um, I don't mind the crowds to be honest I quite like it yeah. um so it was nice to sort of have that feel of like a, a real major and um soaking all of that in as well but I think actually what helped a lot was the experience at the, cha- at the celebration of champions um because that was the biggest stage I've ever played on and um I didn't quite realize the amount of people that were going to be there and so going on that first team I didn't actually think anyone would be in the stands and they were like pretty much full there's already so, people there <laughs> yeah all week long <laughs> Yeah, um, but having had that experience and knowing that I I did it and I didn't, you know what, I, I, I got through yeah. it and I didn't mess <laughs> up. Um, to sort of then go to the Avion was was a nice sort of stepping stone. And uh, and yeah, as I say, like having done this, you know, I've got the British next week and then Augusta and Pebble Beach and it's all just stepping stone from one to the next. So uh, yeah, I'm just learning all the time from all these experiences and um and yeah, it should be a little bit easier when I get to the last one. <laughs> yeah, so um, I mean, you must be really looking forward to to the open next week, um, because that's obviously more links. Yeah, golf. it does. It's a home event for me. Um, yeah. From Newcastle, only like an hour and a half, two two hours away. Um, so I'm going to have a lot of people come up to watch, which is really exciting. Oh, nice. Um, yes, yeah, so um, that's really nice to have a bit of home support, and then yeah, so it's it's links golf. Um, you know, something that I really enjoy playing and. Um, definitely feel like it suits my game a little bit better. So um, hopefully I can sort of carry on the form from Hansanton and see how it goes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like, do you, do you know who, um, have you got any like two times yet available or have they told you who you're playing with? They'll come out on the Tuesday yep. before. So hopefully next week I'll find out. Um, sort out practice rounds though. Um, so I'm with a, a couple of girls from, that I know from college. Um, so that's, that'll be nice sort of uh, hang out with them. But but yeah, just sort of um, being around them and having seen them at the area on as well. It's, it's sort of getting to know familiar faces and sort of just learning, really. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, how many of you played the, the course before? Like, do you know it at all? I haven't actually never played it. No. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it'll be really interesting to see what the course is like. I've heard it's amazing. Um, and I'm sure mm. 
they'll put on a, in a brilliant event. So uh, very excited to get going. Was there any of those, like you've got all these unbelievable tournaments and you play in Augusta and the Open and Evian and all that. Um, like, was there any that you particularly, you know, stood out the most? Like, you know, did you want to play Augusta the most or was it, or were they all just, you know, unbelievable? Yeah, no, I think they're all incredible experiences. Mm. Um, as I say, the the Open does feel like a bit of a home event. So that's, that's yeah. going to be special. Um, but yeah, as you say, Augusta and um, my mouth sort of dropped when I saw Pebble Beach. <laughs> that was um, that was really insane to me, um, and that does sort of seem a bit a bit of a while away. But um, but yeah, I think honestly that's going to be so cool, and uh, to have have the uh, practice in the states as well to sort of get prepared for that. You know, playing on the same type of grass and course and all of that will be be really cool to sort of be there at the same time. So so yeah, no, I'm really looking forward to them all. Yeah, no, that sounds incredible. Like, so um, have you have you kind of given any thought to they? I know that's all basically pro events, aren't they? Have you given any yeah. thought to other stuff? Does that change? Does anything change now? Like in what you else you'll play in? You know, do you are you thinking about the Curtis Cup or you know that sort of thing, or is yeah. that too far off as well? And yeah, so I've got um, I'm actually playing in the Canadian um, the LPGA event yeah. um, oh, at the end of August. So that'll be cool as well. And then obviously got my college stuff lined up and that's that's really important for me. So um so yeah, and I think in terms of Curtis Cup stuff, it's it's about form over a period of time. You yeah. know, I'm not sort of saying like I've just won this, so pick me sort of thing, you know, it doesn't work like that. And uh so yeah, I think hopefully if I can carry on some some good form and and uh see how that goes. I mean it's it's selection, so uh, we'll just have to see. But um, that'll be a really, really cool experience and something I've definitely aimed for for a while and sort of have that and obviously that's much play as well so we'll have to see <laughs> yeah is there any is there any kind of like england team stuff as well that you will you know now, now you're playing in that you you know you, you weren't sure before or yeah i mean like um england stuff's difficult because um being away in the states you know yep. that's sort of all the stuff's going on um and Holmes is actually when i'm at the open so i think i sort of have to say playing in the British so uh, that one takes precedent there but um, <laughs> yeah I think um you know for some teams next year um obviously England are off back-to-back -back gold medals at Europeans so it'd be really cool to be part of that um, yep. if that was not but, but yeah we'll just have to see as I say it's it's form over time and um we'll just have to, to figure out what happens so yeah so like growing up and stuff who who were kind of like who got you into golf and and like who were your kind of role models and did you have like you know any of their favorite golfer everyone's got their kind of like yeah you know <laughs> guy or girl that they're kind of like oh, i want to be like you know i don't know john Daly or laura davis or whatever yeah no um i first got into golf through my granny um, yeah. Oh, wow. yeah so she she sort of got me into it my dad played as well yeah and then uh, my brother you know started playing as well so it was nice to sort of have that family aspect of it and uh my granny was such a huge part of it growing up um she'd have a little diary and she would write all my scores in and um, <laughs> update me on every single time I played so so no she was she was an amazing support and um unfortunately she wasn't here to see sort of uh the win which is which is sad but um but no I know she should have been watching for sure but um yeah it's just you know having her from such a young age yep. to to be where I am now is is like really surreal to even think about that um and yeah she she took me to the driving range and um, when I was about 10 and and uh yeah it's just really nice to have that sort of background 
Um, but yeah, favourite golfer is sort of uh, a weird one as well because I never really sort of had that sort of Tiger Woods thing. It was it was all a bit like I just sort of played golf and enjoyed it. Um, yeah. But like now, I definitely say um, Lydia Ko. I met her at the driving range at Avion. And I was like really scared to go speak to her. And my dad was like egging me on to do it. And I went to talk to her. And um, she plays at Lake Nona, which is where we're at as well. So I um, had a bit of a chat with her about that, which is really cool. Um, and then met Justin Thomas as well. He's, I think he's so cool. Um, watched him hit some balls on the range at the Open. Um, and then tried to chat with him in the Players' Lounge, which is yep. like really, really cool. Um, so yeah, he's definitely up there as well. But um, it's got, I think like Rory, is such a huge one for for younger generation as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, saw him hit some balls and I watched him on the course as well, and it's just like mind blowing. Um, so yeah, he's definitely up there too. And um, yeah, no, I've heard they're all quite cool people to talk to. Um, yeah, I haven't talked to any of them, fortunately. <laughs> but yeah, Lydia is uh, meant to be really nice. I mean, like she she's yeah. just so professional. She, I mean, she's been around such a long time from such a young age. She's you know been I at know. the top. It's amazing. Um, yeah, no, she's so yeah so like what were you kind of at were you just asking her any like tips or anything or did you just want to kind of meet her you know as a favorite golfer sort of thing or yeah well I was obviously a bit nervous I just said um but as I say we're, we're at Lake Nona and um yeah. there's quite a lot of pros play out there and yeah heaps um, my coach back here Andy Paisley um his brother Chris plays on tour so I think they know each other so I sort of said like oh my coach is is Chris's brother and sort of have a link there as well and uh but yeah I just sort of wanted to introduce myself and if anything was to come in the future if we were at the same place at the same time and it's a good way in I guess <laughs> yeah um play with her um that would be awesome um like have you it sounds like you've played with some like who's the best player you played with and also you know what would be a dream four ball yeah it's got to be that three ball I had at the open I mean got Colin Colin <laughs> it's hard to be yeah, and Keita Nakajima, who's the, the number one amateur yep. in the men's. Um, that was an incredible four ball. So that is hard <laughs> to be sure. But I think my dream four ball would be um, Rory McIlroy. Um, I have to say, like, this is going to sound so cringe. Um, Niall Horan, because I was oh, a One you, Direction back in the day. You're a huge One and Direction fan. <laughs> so it's got to be He's him. actually a lot. He's, he's into golf though, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he he uh, runs a sports management yeah. company, so keep that one in for the future. Um, but yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> and then I say uh, Tom Holland as well, who's my favourite actor. So and he plays golf too. So that oh, he's cool. a Sp- Spidey Man actor, is it? He, he actually um, can hit it hit it pretty good, can't he? I think. Was he in the? He was in the pro am at like the British Masters or something, and uh, yeah, he actually, yeah, he hit a couple of couple of uh, wayward ones but I think I saw him hit a shot and I thought wow that's actually really good for a yeah. actor yeah so that'd be cool cool football yeah no that's awesome well and and then what would be your favorite golf course or have you you know possibly it might be Pebble Beach in August next year but <laughs> possibly might be um yeah I think there's there's a few come to mind um I think me St Andrews old course has to be up there um it's so special to play there and played there a lot so I'm very lucky um and I've always tend to play quite well there which is nice (laughs) so I played up at St Andrews at the St Rule at the start of uh June I think it was um 
so yeah that was so cool to play at Plenty Andrews and they had all the stands up there as well which is really awesome um and then I think either Isleworth or Lake Nona we play there quite mm. a bit out of Florida and they're really really cool courses and it's so professional and obviously a lot of the pros play out there as well so they, they do a really good job and um it's a lovely golf course as well so so yeah I'd say one of those two. <laughs> Have you ever been turned up to like Lake Nona and you know jump in a four ball with like Marco Mira or anything you know Tiger or anyone like that that's around there like any sort yeah. of tour players? That would be cool. Um, but the thing with college, like we we get the first tee time every day. Oh, you're always out first. Yeah, we we sort of have a plan because we've got to get to class in the afternoon, so it's not really much hanging out. <laughs> but, um, I have seen a couple of famous people. We saw Tony Fee now, um, yep. and Tony Fleetwood uh, was on the putting green, and then Paula Grima was next to us on the range. So um, you do sort of see quite a lot of Face, stars famous faces, yeah. Yeah, yeah, what about the cool. open? Did you did you like um get to hang out at the open after you did the um celebration of champions? Did you get you know get to meet anyone else or watch anyone on the range and stuff like that? Yeah, so we were given like access to all areas really, um, which is really cool to be a VIP. Um <laughs> so so yeah, we got into the players' lounge yep. and uh got to hang out with them there and uh we were having lunch next to Cam Smith and uh Adam Scott on the last day which is really cool um and you just sort of like look around and you just spot people and it's like oh my god this is insane um but yeah I got a picture of a couple of people um John Taylor was a cool one um <laughs> always a good good laugh um Sean Lowry Shane Lowry, Shane Lowry yeah 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 so a couple him. of champions yeah exactly and then got my picture with Justin Thomas as well which which is a good one um yeah, and then we went on the range and got to see everything. And as I say, watched watched Justin Thomas hit a couple of drivers, and uh, Rory was was on the other end. And um, yeah, it's just so cool to be to be part of that and to see it firsthand. What did you think was kind of like the main difference between you know the 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 the, the top level game like at the majors like that and from the Evian and the Open compared to you know just you know normal golf like amateur golf because um, yeah. everyone obviously talks about like the distance and stuff but then you look at like Cam Smith and he just sort of holds pretty much every putt really didn't he at the open yeah I think putting was definitely something I picked up on um, mm. and that was that was really beneficial for me in the amateur obviously so um, I, I'd learned from that and then sort of having the experience at the at the Avion um, you know I wasn't far off distance wise I hit it pretty far for my sort of age and yep. um, a strength of mine but um, but yeah, the the real sort of games were scrambling, short game and putting, and I think when you get to sort of that level, that's where you sort of stand out. Um, so yeah, I could sort of match them, and then you know they're they're draining all the birdie putts really, and mm. and it's tough when you're when you're like trying to do it, and they just seem to do it so naturally. But um, but yeah, and no, I think and Cam Smith obviously in the open, this putter was on fire, so that definitely for me is the thing that stands out. Um, yeah definitely did did they did it seem like they spent a lot of time working on their pattern you know at, at the open before you know for the tournament yeah. stuff um definitely I think um you know I got on the putting green and it was pretty round and uh, yeah. you see people doing lots of different stuff and it's it's hard for me being an amateur and it being my first experience and like oh what's she doing am I supposed to be doing that and why what's this for and for me I sort of had to like say I, I know what I'm doing like I've put I've put amazing I trust my putting and 
I don't sort of have to get carried away with all of that um because I think it's very easy to do when you're sort of in that environment but um but yeah no I was next to Nelly Corder hit me some parts which is really cool um but yeah no you just sort of see lots of stuff going on and as I say it's just about doing your thing and um you know I did that and it was really cool yeah yeah, no, that's awesome. So um, is there any, have you got any stories of like a really funny golf story or has anything ever really crazy happened to you? It's, I mean, all that, all that stuff you've, you've just talked about is pretty unbelievable, though, to be honest. Yeah, no, um, I mean, the thing, the thing for me is like, I've, I've never had a hole in one, which is, um, which is really bugging me at this point. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, my dad's had a hole in one and um and yeah, so that's sort of the one thing I'm like, I've got to take off my list now. But um, but yeah, I think there is one that brings to mind sort of as a as a young golfer, I just started and I played an under 14 event and um I was hacking it around this hole. I was like got in the bushes and silly me just started hacking it instead of taking a drop like I should have done. <laughs> um I got it out on the fairway and I managed I, I ended up holding out from about 120 yards and uh hold out for 13. Wow. So that's that's my uh, story. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's a good one. Went in. Um, but yeah, so that sort of stuff shapes you when you get older. You realise you got to take the drop. <laughs> yeah. So that's that helped your course management at a young age. Oh yeah. Yeah, you got to make the mistakes to learn the lesson. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's good. Um, I'm I'm glad you didn't do that in the qualifying. You know, at the amateur. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not not hold out, but like take the thirteen or whatever. Yeah yeah well hopefully you'll get a hole in one you know next week at the open or that would be really cool one at all pebble beach or augusta yeah. <laughs> all right Berlin. oh well thanks very much for your time and uh i'll let you get back to it i know you're extremely busy yeah <laughs> good luck next week i'll be watching on uh, on tv and thanks for having me bye